Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Folks, I'm the guy who chooses the island of Kauai to get away. When Tom needs to get away, he goes to China to meet with Xi. He stops by and says what's up to Putin and Russia. Swings by Afghanistan to negotiate the release of their female soccer team so they can go to Qatar. Wow. Um, you're an amazing... You, you're, you're, you're an, you know what? You're like, double, you're like Agent 001075. The, <laughs> yeah! The worst, the worst part is I never got invited to Hawaii. Uh, because you were going to go... You were going the other direction. Yeah, but even like, even if you knew that I wasn't going to be in town, you could have been like, hey, I'm going to Hawaii. You want to go with me? It'd be fun. Well, I mean, don't you know how uh, like Alexa works now? I can get in to your, uh, you know, uh, speaker in your house from my house. I can hear what you're doing. And so I knew you were planning a trip, so I didn't want to like mess that up. Wow. How was your trip to Hawaii? Never long enough. Never long enough. It was it was it was beautiful there. There are great people there. We have some friends that live over there. With uh, um, you know, uh, she actually is uh, married to a local guy, and so we were able to go to local places that tourists don't normally go to. Nice. Did you? So so. Like, question though. Now that you've been, you know, we've been plugging this propane gig for. Uh, I don't. You know. I don't know. You you've been in it for almost two years now. Yes. So. Did you notice any propane while you were, while you were there? You know what I know. I, the funny thing is, since we, I, I see propane everywhere. <laughs> I, everywhere, <laughs> I, you know, in that ten seventy five logo just hits me anytime I see it. Kind of even the corner of my eye. Yeah. Um. But you know the Hawaii propane. I mean, they were with us in Reno. Yeah, they were. Yeah. Had those trucks. So that that's interesting. Like when you buy a new car, you you constantly see that car pass you by. And now that you're in the propane, yeah. does every time you say, oh, did you see that tank? That's a nice looking tank. Yeah, you know, I look at things and I look at what people are doing and I can say, oh, you know what? Propane can do that there you- <laughs> because it's energy for everyone. And I, I had the same experience because I and I did not go to the, all those crazy places that you just said. I, I got to go visit some friends that have a, a little villa in, in Italy, in Bari. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't invite you to Kauai. <laughs> sorry i had the same experience every time every every everywhere i look there's a propane 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 the whole town ran on propane it was it was cool a lot of propane powered vehicles there too it was it was impressive so really a lot of propane vehicles in italy oh yeah yep they actually it was set up where you would if you went to the gas station uh there was gasoline diesel and propane well they don't call it pro they call it lpg there but it's the the european word for propane that is so great. And then after you went to Italy, you did something I've never heard anyone in my life ever do, and that was leave a villa in Italy to go to Poland. We did, yeah. We did a little a little uh short couple days in Warsaw, did some you know, I'm a history buff, so I like to go look at all the all the old cool stuff that was uh, I love Europe for that. Yeah. I love oh, yeah. the history of Europe. They they don't they don't tear down their history. I I <laughs> They just they just blow it up and then they just leave those buildings halfway uh, half halfway built still. No, it was um, it was nice. It was it was a cool little trip. Uh, we really haven't been able to go on vacation for for a while, so it was nice to get away. But man, I'm I am glad to be home. It's feels good to be back in in the states and in this beautiful area right here in Utah. That it's it's always nice to come back home. That's for sure. That is so great. Well, I'm glad you had a good trip. That's awesome. Yeah. And, 
Next time you go to Hawaii, you better better make sure I get the invite because I'm. I will definitely. Next time you get a villa in Italy, I'd expect one as well. <laughs> and you know, I'm still waiting for that bottle of champagne that was supposed to be in my room. And uh, you didn't get the that. And poi poo. I so I actually searched for it, but I I I don't know if I just wrote down the. You you started telling me all this stuff that you all these cool places you were going, and I just uh, I could never actually locate where you were at you know i i i you know i'll make sure i uh, get you my gps coordinates so you can just you follow go. me it's, it's interesting if you want to see all the different places i go i mean you, you can know. just add me to your to your iphone find my friends thing and then i can just track you all the time okay you know what i will go buy an iphone because i'm a uh, <laughs> droid guy wow Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, this show is actually about propane. It's energy for everyone, and we are not anti-wind. We're not anti-solar, electric, or hydro. We're just we're just about the common sense fuel here. The common sense fuel, it's well-balanced. It's affordable. It's abundant. It's clean energy. It's a common sense fuel, and this is why New York City is against it. Can you believe that? We'll get into that in a moment. Okay. So, folks, if you want to find out more about what propane can do for you, it's clean, it's abundant, it's affordable, it's here now, it's propane. Propane is ready for action right now, and it can help you, whether it's for your business, for your home, farms, uh, fleet vehicles, forklifts. We're going to discuss how propane can do that and how it's energy for everyone. Go to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. And, Tom, we, uh, we just referenced this, but New York One has a story. Um, it's about New York City to reinstate ban on propane heaters for outdoor dining. Yeah. New York City restaurants will not be allowed to use propane heaters to warm their outdoor dining spaces this coming winter. Mayor Bill de Blasio said Thursday, citing concerns about fire safety and sustainability. I mean, this guy. This is nuts. I mean, he was a moron from go. He, he's running for, I mean, somehow he gets elected. And then he's, he goes, hey, I'm happy to be uh, mayor of New York City, but I love the Boston Red Sox. Wow. I'm surprised they didn't kick him out for that. I don't know how you even survived that. Um, so, but here's, here's, the, here's where it gets crazy. Open restaurants participants that shelled out money for propane heaters last year will be able to receive grants of up to $5,000 from the city to buy electric and national gas heaters ahead of the winter dining season. Let's just, let's, you got to break that down a minute. I mean, that is crazy. Yeah. That is, th- all these people went out and bought an, a nice propane powered heater, which is clean, affordable, abundant. It's, it's, it's you know, all those things, right? We, I don't know how many times we got to, we got to talk about this, but holy cow. Now, now, now you can go get money from the New York City to get rid of your clean, sustainable, propane powered heater and put in electric that what what is it what what about this doesn't say this is totally backwards we've are we've already we've already spent the money we've already spent the money we have the infrastructure people have gone out and invested private money to get all these things to to be able to go out and and eat outdoors and and fight the pandemic and now all of a sudden we're going to dump more money and go backwards by producing more emissions for an electric patio heater. And doesn't New York have a few more problems that they should be focusing on right now? This is insane. And you know what? This is really, really, really goes into um, energy choices. You know, like, there, there's so many different government agencies or or uh, 
municipalities that are trying to choose your energy for you. And really, just trying to preserve your energy choice is huge. Because if you're already invested into a clean energy like propane, and somebody from some city or town comes to you and says, well, we don't like it for X, Y, Z reasons, and, uh, but we're going to give you money to switch to something else. This, this is crazy. We have to protect our energy choice. The only people that can do that is you. Anybody listening to this show, you have to voice preserving your energy choice. Because that's the whole idea. If we're too reliant on one thing... Something is going to happen that's going to cause a disaster. We have a lot of great options. You know, propane being, in my opinion, and granted I host a show with you called The State of Energy, (laughs) which is about propane. But, you know, just why propane doesn't get the respect that electric gets or wind or solar is beyond me. I love this article um, in the LP Gas magazine called Preserving Energy Choice. And in here, there's a sustainability statement and it talks about how sustainable propane really is and we'll just just go through i'm just going to go through this list real quick take your time the sustainable show <laughs> a substantial portion of propane tanks and cylinders are manufactured from recycled metals so there you go we don't have to go out and and mine a bunch of new batteries or something for an electric uh battery powered heater um, the majority of propane installations are recyclable after we use them. Like that's another thing is a lot of this stuff isn't recyclable on the electric side, but the propane stuff is all recyclable. There's, there's very little paper waste because of the, the electronic billing we can do. Um, a lot of trucks are, are being used by the propane retailers that run on propane, replacing gas and diesel, uh, there's a bunch of tank monitoring information out there that, that for scheduling and routing it, it's we're already reducing our carbon footprint using this this great fuel called propane and then some idiot comes in and mandates that we have to use an electric heater it'd be great to dig into those people's financials find out what is your motivation for trying to go the wrong direction deeply invested in coal i would guess <laughs> and that you know what that leads me to this story that was on the eia website the u.s energy information administration's website their own website annual u.s coal-fired electricity let me say that again annual u.s coal-fired electricity generation will increase for the first time since 2014 we expect a 22% increase on U.S. coal-fired generation in 2021 than in 2020. The U.S. electric power sector has been generating more electricity from coal-fired power plants this year. I, you know, and the funny thing is, is President Trump, I'm just throwing this out there, he was Mr. I love coal. I love coal people. I love my coal people. But production has been its highest under President Obama and President Biden. Yeah. That's, man, the whole thing with the coal, 22% more coal this year than last year. Yeah. Coal has been in a decline for 15 years. And this year, we're using more coal than ever before. 
or from for the last 15 years. The reason why, why is that? Because we're using more electricity. Every Everywhere you go, it's electric this, electric this, electric that. Electrify everything. Electric patio heaters in New York City. Yeah. Come on. You know, We have to be smarter than How that. How many people are going to get electrocuted in New York City is my question once the... Jeez. There's already a clean infrastructure in place. It would be different if, we, if, these, if these patio heaters were running on coal and they said, well, this is pretty dirty for the city. We need to, <laughs> we need to get rid of the coal ones and go to propane. No, it's, it's just totally backwards. Totally backwards. It is. You know what we need? <clears throat> we need something like a carbon intensity score. <laughs> nice plug on the carbon intensity score. Thank you, Douglas Dagan. Sorry, if Suburban Propane is the uh, VP of Strategic Initiatives and Renewable Energy. And this is his thing. And it's very impressive. And you know what? Unfortunately for today's society, it makes sense. So it's obviously not going to happen. We're going to get... we're. We got to get Doug on the show because, uh, you know, he, he knows a lot about renewable propane. He knows a lot about uh, the way electricity's produced. And it, the carbon intensity scores are something that just keeps getting swept under the rug. And, and propane has actually a lower carbon intensity score than electricity in 38 states. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's cleaner than electricity in 38 states. Well, and let's break this down. I mean, people have heard about the carbon footprint. Yeah. And let's dive a little deeper into the carbon intensity score and how that works. They measure how much carbon that puts out from this point of manufacturing to the point of use. Well, yeah. Like the whole, like we need, people are shocked. We need that much coal to produce this much energy. I did not know that. Yeah. Well, it, what do you know? It's because no, it would be like, it, what we need to do is have it on that patio heater, right? Because, right. because the electric patio heater says, this is a zero emissions patio heater. No. No, it's not. From start to finish, it's no. not zero emissions. You really got to go back and see where that electric, electricity came from and then put a real score on it. And say this. This is a, so. This is how much carbon this uh, patio heater puts out there. We're doing that now on some electric vehicles, but we, we really need to push that. Just like the one, the the uh, energy efficiency score on your on your water heater or your oven. You know, you've seen that when you go buy a new appliance. Yeah. We need to have this on everything we buy, that so that the general public really can see how how dirty this electric devices or natural gas device or propane device and really be able to compare apples to apples instead of instead of zero emissions at the wall socket well of course it is <laughs> yeah, well but there's a lot that goes on before the wall socket that you should be paying attention to so we're going to get doug on the show and he's going to he's going to talk a lot more about that cuz he's an expert at it and uh hopefully in in an episode soon Awesome. Douglas Dagan, Suburban Propane. We're looking forward to having you on and talking more about your carbon intensity score because that is awesome. And folks, you're listening to The State of Energy. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Randy Witt. And uh, you know what? If you're unhappy with uh, your career choices that you've made, you should really look at the propane industry, folks. Set to grow by $50 billion over the next five years. If you want to go to findapropanejob.com, there's a lot of great options there for you. 
you, you want to change the state. I mean, you know what? Maybe I should just go to Hawaii. Get a propane job there. Maybe I need to. Yeah. <laughs> could, would you still, would you still, uh, you know, associate with me if I went west? I think so. We could do it. We could do a, a remote show, you know? Yeah. You know, from Hawaii. Uh, you know, I, I, Tony, yeah. Director Tony says, you want to move he's to okay Hawaii? He's okay with that. Let's, he's, he's in. He, actually, he's packing now. <laughs> We're leaving. That's the state of energy for this week. We'll talk to you from Hawaii. Rand, Tony, out. All right. So, folks, we're joking, but just a kind of go to findapropanejob.com. Get details on uh, how propane can change your life in many different ways, um, including giving you an amazing career path. There's a, a variety of options. Just go to findapropanejob.com and see what propane can do for you. There you go. Yeah. Findapropanejob.com. Everybody is looking for a job right now everybody's looking to f- to hire somebody right now right i mean yeah yeah and you know, like i i think there's an opening for a uh, walmart uh, stock person oh boy that, uh, decided to post some stuff on tiktok did, i can't believe that did you see that i got this off <laughs> I, saw, I saw after you told me about it I, I logged on i saw the picture it is insane um i got this off uh, game revolution thousands of ps5s are stockpiled in walmart and this is off a viral tiktok that the uh, the PS5 is still notoriously hard to get, and it seems that Walmart has been stockpiling consoles, and that's according to a viral TikTok video, reportedly showing a Walmart storeroom brimming with PS5 consoles. And considering how scarce PS5s are right now, the alleged Walmart the alleged Walmart stockpile is a big shock, and TikTok is unsurprisingly gaining a lot of attra- uh, attention and traction through this. Um, now we don't know a lot of the contextual details, but you know, let's face it, a PS5, people want it. It's scarce. It, we, I kind of get what Walmart's doing in a capitalistic sense. You know, it's not an essential item, but if they're doing this with PS5s, are there essential items that are being hoarded in, uh, storage facilities across the country? Oh, I'm sure there is. It's got, look, man, we're out of everything. So if you run into something that's, uh, that you got a, an, an extra amount of, then you can hold on to it until it gets really busy. I don't know, maybe say around Black Friday. Black Friday? Yeah. Oh, Tony actually took me <laughs> off on that one. Yeah, it's true. It, man, look it's at true. look at all the, the shortages of everything going on right now, uh, especially right there in your backyard. <laughs> you mean, what do you got? A hundred ships sitting off the coast right now? Between Long Beach and Los Angeles, there's a hundred ships. That's twice as many, over twice as many as that picture I sent to you from the airplane coming home from Reno. I heard there's so many containers that there's no place to stuff them, and people are they're like putting them out in the road. Is this true? Yeah, yeah. No, they're in neighborhoods up and down all throughout Los Angeles and Long Beach. They're just illegally. They have no place to put them, and the guys are just going f it. We're putting it, put it right here in this neighborhood. And the crazy part is, is some of them are falling over and crushing vehicles. These are just these are just like vehicles. empty ones sitting there. Yeah, wow. but still, I mean, and that's why they're, you know, some wind or whatever. Nobody's been killed by these. Let's make sure we get that out there. But there's pictures online. You can just Google it of cars that have been crushed by contain- just random containers in neighborhoods, residential neighborhoods. So typically a container would make it to the Midwest somewhere and get reloaded with, uh, you know, we, we export a lot of cotton. We export a lot of food and, and that stuff would go back to those um, other countries. But now the container is is so valuable, empty that they're just trying to get them back as fast as possible, and they're piling up because they the, all these ships sitting out there 
waiting to get unloaded. Now all these empty containers are sitting here waiting to get back, put back on that ship. So there is a massive mess at, at several ports around the country and all your favorite goods, apparently not PS5s, but all the <laughs> other goods that you love are sitting there waiting to get uh, shipped to to the retailer so that you can get it in time for your um, great holidays and 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 black friday rendezvous it's okay to say christmas christmas can we say can we say christmas we can we can now what are your thoughts about activating the national guard to help get everything flowing well you might have to i mean we've already uh asked the national guard to go out and and deliver uh the the kids on the school buses yeah might as well (laughs) we might as well, get them to help at the ports. I don't know. I don't know if that's even the the problem. You hear all the these different um, news, a bunch of different media out there that's talking about why the the ports are congested. Some people say it's no truck drivers. Some people say it's no employees. Some people say it's uh, you know not enough equipment. I I don't know what the what the real problem is. I don't work down at the port, but I can tell you they're backed up and it's congested and they're importing more stuff this year than we ever have before. Uh, maybe it's a buying problem. Maybe we need to stop buying so much stuff. You know, and some folks are saying, well, I mean, will you we tell my wife that? <laughs> Ain't touching that one, homeboy. <laughs> That's all you. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's what we do. Here's what we'll do. I'll tell your wife, you tell mine. Just, just, you got to stop buying stuff. We're too congested at the port. Wait until they, wait, wait until, wait, wait, wait. what did you just send your wife to go do before we started the show today? I sent her to Costco. <laughs> what is she getting today? She's, oh, she, you know, it's the weekend. She'll probably get a tri-tip and uh, some soda. Mm-hmm. Hopefully some Fresca. That's it, right? Yep. That's it? Yeah, that's. Nothing with the word Kirkland in it? Well, it's been a, uh, there's. I don't know. Yeah. Well, anything at Costco is going to be Kirkland. Sure. That is so crazy. I mean, it, you know what? And a lot of the people are, uh, a lot of people are talking about, well, why don't we just produce the stuff here so it doesn't have to be shipped so far? Well, why don't you just go look back about 30 years and uh, people were saying that this type of thing was going to happen. The cargo ship Armageddon, Supply Again, or whatever we're calling it now. They were predicting that this is going to happen. And this is what happens when you outsource everything. Yeah, the sad part is everything is in high demand right now, and that causes prices to go up, right? Even our gasoline. How much is gasoline in California right now? Um, you know what? It's uh, hovering close, just under $5 a gallon, but I sent you a, uh, a text with a story from a town in California. I believe it's in central, central northern California. Seven fifty a gallon. That's regular. That has made national news because I saw that even after you texted to me, I, I saw it on the news. But the five dollars, six dollars, seven dollars. I mean, national prices of gasoline, crude, crude's pushing eighty dollars a barrel. It, it, oh, it's going to hit. It's going to just keep going up and up and up. Every once in a while, it comes down. But that's just people taking profits, the, the, the traders, the commodity traders. And then it just goes up and up and up. Mm-hmm. And we're, they're calling for an pretty much an, an energy crisis this winter. So, you know, this is the propane show. So let's just, let's just do a little public service announcement here. Get your stuff 
Get it filled up. <laughs> Go get it. Get it now. Stock up now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and if you want to find uh, where you can get propane near you, go to thestateofenergy.com. We have a tremendous locator tool on there. Simply type in your zip code and everywhere you can get propane or propane delivered to you, it will populate your screen. It makes it very easy. Everything is going to be higher prices this winter. Natural gas prices are skyrocketing. Uh, propane prices are up as well. Uh, and you know what the cure for high prices is? Economics 101, Rand, what is it? What's the cure for high price? Or the cure for high price? Uh, supply? The cure for high prices is high prices. Oh. <laughs> no, it really, unfortunately, it really is, right? Because It's true, because people will just stop buying. People will stop buying, and then the suppliers will say, well, I guess we better lower our prices. To, that's the cure for high prices, and that's... Unfortunately, that's the direction we're going right now. And, and with the with inflation the way it is, you know, I guess I guess it doesn't matter if, if Amazon's paying 15 bucks an hour because it's going to cost you seven bucks a gallon to put gas in your car. And if you want to have some fun, go to thestateofenergy.com. Listen to our shows from two years ago when we were predicting this very thing was going to happen. Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Thank you very much, sir, for your expertise. Thank you. And I would really, really want that invite to Hawaii next time. Yeah, and I want to go visit Putin with you. Oh, jeez. We are always online at thestateofenergy.com. Oh,